see. I don't give a shit. Oh my god, oh wait! We're, we're live, they can hear us. Just before you everything's absolutely perfect. Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Late Late Horror Show. What is going on? Oh my Who god! Who are we talking to? It's been a while since <laughs> it's been a while since we did anything live here. It's been here, two months two since months. I've been here yeah. in the studio. Two months, but welcome to Late Late Horror Show. I am here with Ted. What's all that crap over there? What? What? Ted, we're doing a show. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're going to. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're happy to be here. We're, we're going to talk uh, Dario Argento's Deep Red 1975. Profundo Rosso. Oh my God, am I becoming a fan of his. Don't become too big of this. a fan because most of his stuff is shit. Oh my Lord. Everything I've seen so far has been fantastic. That's because I'm telling you the good ones. Oh, no, don't say that. But hey, welcome everybody. Appreciate you guys being here, part of the show. Uh, glad to have Ted back here. That's right. His wife finally let me come back over. I've been vaccinated. Yeah, so. yeah. Had a little hiccup there at the beginning, but oh well. Ship happens. That's um, right. But we're going to yeah, we're gonna talk about this movie. We're going to have some fun, uh, like we always do, and... Um, yeah. Like the thing, what? What? <laughs> that big eye. Uh, yeah, I love that thing, man. I love I it. Feel uh, Ed Stewart is in the chat. Me. Uh, this should be a treat for me. Uh, hey, Dino and Ted, never seen this one. What? Oh, Ed. Uh, Dario Argento. Uh, Sprick your ass over to Amazon or Tubi or something. I'm sure it's somewhere. Jalo. You can probably uh, find it on it's, YouTube for it's free. It's fantastic, I this movie. Um, let me give a quick. Uh, not that there's a whole mess of people here right now, but um, what are we going to do? Let me give a shout out to all the new patrons. <clears throat> uh, thank you, everybody. Um, R rated show, Amy Callahan and Mark Flavin, for being uh, the Benny new. Benny Hill? Benny Hill is here, too. The, <laughs> the Benny Hill? Benny Hill. And um, uh, Dave Pluffet, what is going on? I'm just hey, so hey, excited. Hey, we hey. have Benny it's Hill. Dave Pluffet. What's up? Yeah. Also, like to thank. Uh, Fury Phoenix, uh, Dax Galden, uh, Dalton Smothers, and Connie Cleary for hitting the join button and joined our channel. So got a channel membership. There's four people there so far. Kind of cool. Kind of yeah. cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah. Anybody got tuning into us flapping our yaps is awesome. I'll listen to the experts on this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, Dario Argento. Uh, this this movie, Deep Red. Uh, I don't think you ever saw a Dario Argento movie before me. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm fresh to the genre of gotcha. the Suspiria. Italian horror genre. Suspiria, we did a while ago, ages ago. Yeah, and that I mean that is just fantastic. I mean that's his best right there. I mean, well, some people would say this or Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Well, I still, Suspiria is still number one in my book, mm -hmm. but this one <clears throat> is like mm -hmm. almost even, man. Deep Red has is, is become, I think, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Now, are you seeing the pattern that I kind of described to you how, and actually you've seen the three key movies, there's yeah. still Cat of Nine Tails. But, What's uh, up, Scott Rogers <clears throat> in the YouTube chat? Oh, here's chat. everybody. Now. What's okay, going people on? People coming in now. Um, so... 
Suspiria, Deep Red, Bird with the Crystal Plumage that you did with Kelsey. Yes. Um, you notice there's all in all of them there's a character who's got a piece of information in the back of their head yeah. that they have to try to remember. Right, right. And, and there's it's a similar thing in Cat and Nine Tails, except it's a character who's blind and heard something. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit different in that way. But that's sort of like his little shtick in, in, oh, in that group of, grouping of films. Let me tell you, Dario Argento has got to be one of the greatest directors in, of horror Man. of all time in my eyes. He, he had a good run. There's yes. still a couple of good movies of his that you haven't seen, maybe. Uh, I would recommend Inferno and yeah. Opera. Right. I don't know oh, what else. Tenebra. Yeah. After that. I don't bother. Why. Hey, if and I've a, seen most. I mean, I even watched his Dracula. If there's a good, <laughs> fi- if, if there's a good five or six <clears throat> great movies by Dario Argento, yes. I'll be happy easily. I'll be happy because this movie, everything about it just hit me, man. This guy's style. Uh, he knows how to put a movie together, a story together. He's kind of like uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Started off really kick ass, and then just. Shit. Yeah. Well, I'll make that determination for myself. Trust but me. Everyone, listen to me. I'm sure that the later <clears throat> stuff ended up get dropping in quality. Even some or of the whatever. middle stuff. Uh, I don't know his, his demons and stuff like that. You like those? Or? Demons isn't Dario Argento. It's a, well, a different director, but okay. he's like a producer. Okay, kind of like just you, like how he made a Amy Callahan. What is up in the YouTube channel? Sort of like Hello, he even made his welcome. own cut of Dawn of the Dead. You know, yeah. I mean, just. Yeah. yeah, we are uh, gushing on... Well, I am so far deep red. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta tell you, the score and the soundtrack by Goblin... is pretty cool. Pretty cool, Ted. Well, you know what You know what I think? Fantastic. I was blown... I, I'm, I'm like going out... Only, I was blown away... I have most the, of Goblin's music. And I will say that, at least for the movies... Yeah. Usually the main theme is really Dickie kick-ass. Alcorn, what is going on? <clears throat> Hello, uh, Dino and Ted. Usually the main theme, you know, Suspiria, yeah. this film, Dawn of the Dead. The main theme is kick-ass. Yeah. And then the rest of the music's okay. But there... For so, this movie? Oh, I would say this movie's got the best music. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think it was... Compared to the ones I just mentioned. Like Suspiria, I love the Suspiria theme. I think it was theme. Goblin's first... Um, mm-hmm. With dealing with the Jalo, the Italian Yeah, they would genre. do at least ten films together. If yeah. not Goblin, then Claudio Simonetti, who's from Goblin. Yeah. But but this, in this movie, every time, like, action started, there's there was just a style, a sound to what they were doing. Get and that you, it, bass going. Yeah, really fast. Kind of like a kind of like a gritty <laughs> 70s jive kind yeah, of. Well, it is a 70s. You know, I mean, a U.S. <laughs> kind of 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, vibe to it. Like, sometimes I thought the music didn't quite match what was going on on the screen. It it worked for me. But I like it. You know, like when he's hanging on the side of the house, bashing in the wall. Like, why is that all? Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) I thought, you know. I loved it. (laughs) No, I loved it too. (laughs) The the music, the score, when they they popped it up a degree and just got into it really deep, unlike Suspiria. Suspiria Mm. was really moody and, and slower paced with the music. This was just, man. And then when it cut off, you know, yeah. hey, everything's silent. One of the best bit, but, pieces uh, of music on the Suspiria soundtrack is not even when? in the movie. It's called Black Forest. Okay. And I, I absolutely love that piece of music. It's just not in the movie. Really, really, really. <laughs> let, me, let me say hi to everybody in the chat. Um, yeah, who we got so far? Of course, Dave Plouffet, uh, Ed Stewart, Scott Rogers, Amy Callahan. Uh, let's see, Vicki Alcorn and uh, JLR is Lynn. 
So uh, thank you guys all for stopping by and hanging out. Monster fan, uh, hail all you uh, dear wrenches. Uh, hello, yeah. Hey, it's all the old time radio show, uh, the new members that uh, came aboard. Right. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, gushing over this movie. It's there's some. Interesting things that I found out about this movie, mm -hmm. um, and then we'll get into kind <clears> of <throat> overall the movie, what it's about, and, and everything like that. But um, you know, this was shot in 1975, and um, you know that all these movies influenced a lot of the U.S., like John Carpenter and all mm -hmm. that. Especially John Carpenter, I do think, because you see where some of the you know people say that's like one of the first slashers. Nah, you got to go. Well, it, the musical theme, the, yeah. the very you know yeah. the the. The most iconic horror song you know, in these history, guys saw these movies. Halloween yeah. theme. Put that Halloween theme next to the theme to Deep Red. There's little bits of it there. Oh, almost exact. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean a little bit more synthy over here than, <clears throat> but almost exact. So you know, John Carpenter. Took some, or you can see how it got in the, in his head. You know, and yeah, like, and there's some. You know, I want to do something like that, but maybe a little bit more sparse. Yes, you know, but but the song, the the, the theme, definitely. There, there were shots in the movie that kind of reminded you of certain shooting styles. Uh, that mechanical that John puppet Carpenter. thing sort of reminded me of uh, the little puppet in uh, Saw when he comes on the. Oh yeah, 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 it did. That yeah, sort yeah. of reminded me of that because I, I still don't know where the hell that came from. You mean the? Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean no, I, I, know I know where I know. it came from in the right, movie, right. but then you right. wonder how does it make sense in terms of the movie after you see the whole thing. Johnny Raven is in the chat. Uh, he says, what up? Ted is back. Back and uh, I'm black and I'm back, y'all. The knitting needles scene made me yell, Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, th there were a lot of little things that I think John Carpenter plucked out of this movie in particular. And, <clears throat> you know, it's... it's And even... Even the dunk... In Halloween 2, where... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Michael Myers... Puts the old the, head the, in the boiling water. Uh, you but kinda, yet the lady's hands don't get scalded. You kind of get right, <laughs> right, does. yeah, yeah. But you kind of get a little bit of that in here with. Uh, That's why Halloween you know, Two sucks because Mike, Michael Myers' hands don't even get scalded. He's pushing her head yeah. in there. That well, movie stinks. <laughs> and there are going to be spoilers, so if if you guys want to stop and go watch the movie or whatever, do whatever. But yeah, well, we figure I, it's been around for forty five years. Yeah, you ain't you seen can, it now. We, it's your fault. Yeah, we we, <laughs> can, we can do some spoilers. But um, um, it, it's you can find it streaming lots of places. It's yeah. probably free to watch on YouTube. I would bet it is on YouTube. Um, free. Yeah, and uh, it is okay. It so is you up have on YouTube. If you have Amazon yeah. Prime and can stream it, there's a, a nice copy there. It, it's a you know really nice one. And, and, and I, I also love his the style that he uses for the the killings in these movies. He's got where, an eye for those. Yeah, well, he always uses like kind of windows for the death scenes. Yep, there's almost um, all. Yeah, Suspiria. There's um, yeah. Bird with Crystal Plumage. Yep, yeah, yeah. And uh, this one, you know, and kind of the the simple, think in every movie. Simple. I'm not. I was going to say simple <clears throat> murders, but you know, ways that the. The deaths happen, you know. It, I mean, it, it, they really go all out. But sometimes it, they are very creative. Yeah, and some of the basic ways of, of even in Suspiria, when that uh, what's her name falls into the barbed wire. Yeah, it's like stuff in real life. Find me a movie where that happens. You get cut, you know, in in real life on stuff like that. No, you know, it's just very very interesting. stuff. 
style to something that was he's done back in the 70s and just you see kind of all of the influences all over the place with this but man i just can't say enough about the style uh even the actors and and uh you know he even uses certain sexual gender switching kind of things going on in his movies and uh you know you know that part is so weird because you know there's there's a part with a one of the main character, well, a friend of the main character. Well, mention the characters. Is, here, his name's Carlo. Yeah, Carlo. Um, the he's, main he's character's name is Marcus. Yeah, he's a friend of Marcus. They're both piano players working jazz, for a living in, jazz in Italy. Pianists. And um, Kimberly Ayers, what's when, going on, Kimberly? When Marcus is looking for Carlo to, to talk about something, he's at a friend's house. Right. And this friend is a, I don't know if he's a, well, he's a transvestite. All right. But well, it was unsure. You, you thought it was a man. It is a man. Dressed in the like movie, a, it's supposed to be a man dressed as a woman. Right, but Dario Argento makes, but Dario changes G- it. Well, well, all we all we know is that in actuality, it's it a woman. It is a woman. It is a woman portraying a man. Portraying a man who's portraying a, who's, a woman. Right. So so very interesting. But it's very woke. Very woke. <laughs> very woke. And, and I, I, my I, head's spinning. And I love how he gives. <laughs> There's so many subtle differences in the movie, too, where he gives the woman in the movies, the protagonists, like, in, in this instance, Gianna mm-hmm. uh, and, and Marcus. Which is uh, Daria um, Nicolotti. Um, she was a co-writer of Suspiria. Yeah. And I'm only stopping you for a second just no. because she just, she just died. She just died back uh, around Thanksgiving. Rest in peace, I think on Thanksgiving, Daria. on our Thanksgiving, I believe she did pass away. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she just died. Yeah. No, no, sad stuff, but um, yeah, it kind of gives the woman, and this was back in the 70s, where uh, the woman would be kind of the stronger protagonist rather than the man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's simple, subtle things in the movie, like where she's sitting straight up in the car, whereas Marcus falls down in, in, in yeah. his seat in the car, showing that she's hovering over him a little bit more you know, power than he is. Even the arm wrestling scene where she takes him out. Uh, there's just a lot of instances where she shows a bit more flair than he does, even though Marcus, I mean, uh, fantastic job in the film. Yeah. I, I mean, just I think it's funny how Hollywood in general yeah. and society maybe in general is finally catching up to the horror fantasy sci-fi genre, you know, because you know, men can't be heroes anymore. Uh, it always has to be a woman. And well, well, as far as horror and science fiction, women have almost always been the heroes. You, we've had Princess Leia, we've had Ripley from the Alien movies. Right. You know, girl in this movie, we got Jamie Lee. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, even Adri- even Adrian Barbeau in, in something like The Fog, or you know, yeah. I mean, no, it's been you know, out there. It's been out there. People want to talk there. about woke. Fuck, horror fans have been woke forever. Lots of good Italian directors. <laughs> yes, says uh, Ed yes, Stewart. Um, Fulci. Um, Fulci, Mario Bava. Yeah. Those, the I mean, top that, three. That's like the triumvirate. You can try some of the... Yeah. But again, it's hit. I mean, they, they're definitely cheaper. A lot of... Like, you take something like, um, you know, Zombie. Yeah. All right? Okay. Which was marketed in Italy as uh, Dawn of the Dead 2 or something like that. Right. Or no, Zombie 2 because uh, Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie in Italy. Hey, Nissa Luna. Um, YouTube chat. You know, there's Spanish ones. There's, I mean, Bay of Blood, I think. that That's considered, that's Mario Baba. That's considered yeah. like the first slasher film. Right, right. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. you know, you can find that to watch. I mean, a lot of them are hit and miss. Some of them have interesting kills and, and 
But again, they're they're not American quality films. Right. But you know, American sometimes they quality. make up for it in in story. Say like like a Deep Red, you know, just where it's a really kind of complex story. Oh, very complex. You know, yeah. that doesn't all come together till the end. Yeah, and 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 he really does a great job with you know putting a twist on things and uh, making you really think and things not really appearing the way. That right. it ends up being, uh, if if I said that right. Um, so should I kind of summarize what the what the film's about, just so they, yeah, if you want, and then to. we can talk about details. All right, if you sure, haven't sure, seen sure. it, let's say you know you haven't seen it, but you're interested and you want to know what it's about. All right, Aloha, Dino and Ted. Aloha, hey. Nissa. How are you, Nissa? Are you Nissa? I want to know. Uh, t- please tell me in the chat. Anyways. Uh, and Dave Plouffe, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, I I have never uh, recovered from watching the night. Uh, Porter, ah. uh, my one entry into Italian mm. horror movies, uh, excellent. Um, and then one last one, uh, Amy Callahan, was anyone else uh, irritated at the stupidity of the lady in the cottage after the bus left and she found uh, the hanging baby doll? Absolutely no self-preservation skills. No, Amy, let's just hang out in the house. <laughs> Amy, and, and if you find out at the very end of the movie who the killer is, you look back at that particular scene at the cottage, and I go, "Why didn't that woman fight? Well, why didn't she fight for her life?" But she she was very pathetic, very weak, and she was just a character thrown in there just to be killed. Kind of. I mean, she really didn't serve any no. particularly. She was terrible. No, she served no purpose. That whole thing could have been cut out. Yes, this is Nissa. Uh, okay. Nisa from Paranormal Tonight, is that you? Uh, I just want to be sure it's the same person. Uh, but thank you. Um, so go ahead. Uh, All right. Sum up the movie a bit. To, to summarize what the film's about, it's about this uh, English musician, yes. Marcus, living Jazz abroad. Pianist. Pianist, living in, in Italy. I like saying that, pianist. He uh, witnesses... Don't ask me why. A, and I guess it doesn't... The whole paranormals uh, telepathy thing doesn't even really matter. The, the film Gooey, start, I'm back. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep the film starts off at a paranormal telepathy kind of conference. It's not really that important, though. Okay. Um, but what is important is that at that conference, she it hones is. in on someone in the audience who she can just tell has done some horrible things. Yeah. And we see a lot of point of view of the of the killer, that person leaving. Thanks, so Lisa. now that she. Now that this paranormal, this psychic, you know, feels that she could identify this person, you know, well, this killer's got a eliminator. Yeah. So Marcus is outside. He looks up at his apartment. There's, you know, this lady lives there. He sees her being murdered in the window. He runs up to try to help. Yeah. Walking through the hallway. One, and unfortunately, now you know what I'm talking about. <sighs> yeah. Once you've seen this movie, you're never going to not see it. No, you're never not going to see what the surprise is wasted. In that hallway. The surprise is gone. Right, right. I'm not going to spoil the surprise for you. But uh, he right. finds her, but finds I her dead. You, the very, I, I intentionally didn't go back to see. I'll just say who that was uh-huh. that we're talking about because I didn't. Well, I kinda, they replay the scene later on in the film. Well, anyway. yeah, later on, later on. But I knew, you know what? That wasn't a painting because it kept, you know, saying a painting, a painting, a painting. Right, right. And, and I know. And I gotta say, those paintings were fantastic. Oh my would god! You just, those would be perfect on the show. They're yeah. all like these horrible ghost-like figures. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
you know, he finds her dead. The police come. Right. He's talking to the cops. He's, you know, walking the hallway in this lady's apartment. And he, he just feels like there's something missing as he's walking down the hallway. He's like, was a paint? Did you guys take a painting down? He's like, I just, I feel like something's something's missing. missing. Yeah, head's he missing. Figure it out. And this head's is missing. this is oh, exactly what? like what happens in Bird with the Crystal Plumage when the guy witnesses the murder at the beginning of the film. Yeah. And in Suspiria when Susie Banyan arrives at the school and the girl comes running out and says something and she can't really remember what she said until the end of the film. Blood thick you know, as paint in that film. Yeah, it looked like paint. So pretty much the rest of the film. Is him playing sort of like Jeffrey Beaumont in Blue Velvet, trying, going, conducting a police investigation on his own, breaking and entering into Christ knows how many different places. Yeah. Um, completely interfering in a police investigation. <laughs> like, even to the point, like, the the author of, of a book that he finds at her place, he doesn't even call the cops, he just leaves. No, and he yeah. talks to one of the psychic guys later, and he's right. like, "Did you call police?" He's like, "Do you think they found the body?" He's like, "Ah, oh, they probably have by now." He didn't even call the cops. Right, right. Well, <laughs> so, you know what? I think that's what Dario Argento does. Is he, he he he's excludes, just in the middle of a mystery. That's that's why I, I mentioned Jeffrey the, Beaumont. Yeah, he, he's in the middle of a mystery. And he's just dying to solve it. The exclusion of police officers in these uh, Jalo movies, in yeah, particular, tell Dario, me about it. Dario Argento. Is on purpose so that you get the uh, the protagonist, the male, mm-hmm. well, whoever, uh, to solve the mystery. I mean, these are horror mysteries. Uh, this one kind of borders on that line of both, but uh, you know, yeah. a, a more lot of a mystery than than a horror film. But yeah. it's definitely got some good twists and turns and scares and yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. <laughs> a lot of ins, a lot of outs. A lot of... But not as, as many as you uh, think. But one you know. thing to also mention is when he arrives at the apartment and the lady's dead, yeah. he looks out the window and he sees someone in a brown raincoat running away, but he also sees Carlo standing on the street as well. Yeah. Carlo had been drunk before. They, they had Can spoken I mention before. really quick that in that scene they where they're drunk. out on the street, he was uh, Marcus was trying to go over to the bar. Yeah. That bar... Can, no one's can I, moving. Can I just say how awesome that looked? For, it looks like that diner picture. It's supposed to, yeah. Like the old 50s and diner where it, it's know, all glass. No one inside is moving. Everybody's perfectly still. Right. There, you know, a, a man <laughs> sitting like this, you know. No, awesome scene, mm-hmm. awesome imagery. And, uh, sorry, let me get to a couple of these really quick. Uh, I love these stories. Thanks, guys. This is gooey. Uh, I'm glad you like it. Appreciate it. Uh, Kelly Hans. Hi, I have been watching and listening to your uh, radio horror shows, and it is finally something I can listen to. Well, thank you, Kelly. I'm mm-hmm. glad you enjoy it. Uh, hopefully you enjoy me and Ted and Kelsey talking about horror movies uh, now and then. Um, after the show tonight, we do got Beyond uh, Midnight, so that will be streaming overnight uh, at 11 p.m., so there you go. And uh, give me a good mystery, says Gooey. Yep, yep. Um, I think that's why many of us here, Kelly, yeah, yeah, definitely, Amy, most of you guys are here from the old-time radio shows, which is, I'm so happy about, I'm glad the horror family, kind of, the late, late horror show family is growing a bit here, and, and you guys are all part of that, I appreciate that so much, there's a few who have stuck around from the horror movie reviews, but uh, I do appreciate it. And um, Gooey, the Thunder game is tied up. Uh, see you soon. <laughs> okay, going off to his basketball. 
Uh, Celtic girl, she made it. All right. Nice that you came just in time. We're, Never we're, lets us down. We're talking about the movie. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know what you were talking about, Carlo. Yeah, I mean, and he, sees, down he, he sees the. Well, we, he doesn't know if it's the killer, but he sees a person in a brown raincoat running this way. Right. He sees Carlo over here. Carlo was drunk. They were speaking before the murder. Yeah. Carlo was drunk. He was so drunk. Carlo doesn't really remember seeing anything. Um, while he's there at the apartment yeah. talking to the police and wondering what's missing, yeah. Gianna, a um, reporter, yeah. shows up, takes his picture, and kindly puts it, slathers it on the front page of the newspaper, yeah. saying, you know, the witness to the crime. Yeah, witness to the crime. He even says it. Thanks for letting the killer know who I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now the killer's after him all throughout the movie. Although, again, w once the very mm -hmm. end comes, you know, I'm like going, that's the killer? Uh, but anyways, go ahead. So how did the first clues start coming about? Um, you know, they're looking into, you know, her, be her being murdered. Yeah. But um, it doesn't seem like the police are doing much. No, no. Um, uh, there, there's, um, there's the music, mm -hmm. which... Uh, I don't think it's a clue, has the music has the music played a part in it yet the children's I, song I don't think so I'm trying to remember how the hell this movie goes but you know I, I do love that the, the the killer has that kind of voice just the same as Bird mm -hmm. with the Crystal Plumage kind of you know rough rough you know you don't can't you can't tell, tell if it's little female, male little female what's going on yeah uh, mixing it up a little bit well they um, they certainly start you know they're poking their nose in they're certainly you know talking to the psychics. Um, Did I miss them sleeping together, the reporter and the pianist? Okay, well, it was very quick. You know what? You know what? There, there is a. Um, it depends on which version you watch. Yeah. Now, the version that is on Amazon is what was called the export version. It was the United States version. Yeah. Dubbed into English, um, you're not really missing much in the way of story. There might be a couple of violent shots that are cut. A lot of humor that was put into the film and the romantic angle between those two characters is yeah. completely gone yeah they kind of um, chopped that out you they, they about 22 22 to 26 minutes cut out because ah, the should have told the, me the italian version the, is but you know what the the problem with the with the longer version which is about two hours is that the scenes that were cut out yeah for for america were never dubbed into english so if you do watch it, it jumps from, and I've seen it, it jumps from being in English to being, Italian, you know, subtitled English, in Italian, yeah. and it's just a little jarring. I you know, it doesn't, know. it doesn't right make for a. I want to say the uh, extras reviews from the beyond. Thank, thank you, you very much, my friend. It just doesn't make for as nice of a um, viewing experience. And, and to be quite frank, if you're just interested in the story, yeah, you know what is going on. I, I think the version that we watched is much more, you know, crisp and brisk okay. and to the point. I'll take your word for it. I you mean, know, I think even that lady that got scalded, I, I even think that could have been taken out. So, really, that was kind of an important scene where he kind of eh, found the clue with her hand pointing to the. He didn't find it. The psychic found it, and all it said was, "It was." Oh, we totally even jumped over that. Yeah. But um, so, um, it, but she does make a good point to where they're like dressing at the house, mm -hmm. and you're like. Okay, did they just sleep together? Right, right. What's going on there? But I mean, even that little scene, that, that kind of did. implies what happened. Yeah, yeah. And you don't need to see it. 
Um, and she does also say uh, we don't necessarily uh, know that the police actually discovered these murders, right? No. Well, they knew about the first one, but everything else after that, yeah, it was kind they of, don't really know about, or, yeah. or they don't know about Mark's investigation into it. Right. So they start talking to the psychics, you know, about this lady. Her name was Helga. Um, and what we're, what we're finding starts, out is that the killer is oh. sort of in the shadows watching him well, and we, watching what he's okay, doing. Okay, so you're, st- you're going to the, the very beginning again. That's well, what yeah, we I mean, just, we just need to, to kind of say that, that he's being yeah. watched. Yeah. we got we got to say that he's being watched, and as his own personal investigation goes on, right. his life becomes in, endangered to the point he's at home, he's writing some music, right. and all of a sudden he does hear that children's music playing. Doesn't really quite know what to make of it, right. but he knows that the psychic said that the, you know, one of the psychic guys said that, hey, this Helga lady, she heard children's music in this vision she had. Right, right. So that's where that all comes in. So I wonder And the killer does try to break into his house and kill him. Yeah. And, you know, he is able to lock the door before the killer can get in, but you hear her saying, you know, I'll kill you sooner or later. Yeah. And, um... Well, that was a very cool part of the movie, that scene where the killer was walking on the, like the, the roof, the roof mm-hmm. while he's composing a, a, a piano sequence, uh, some music, and, um, you know, stuff falls on a piano even. Doesn't and notice. Doesn't notice it, walks around the side, like you said, and gets mm-hmm. in the, uh, you know, the building there, and, and you know, kind of, you know, he's holding the thing, you know, Marcus. And stuff. But getting back to the very beginning, because it, it's a big part of the movie, too, because of the Helga, who dies at the beginning of the movie, the movie does start right off with this clairvoyant in a theater... Mm-hmm. Um, where she's she starts read she's a clairvoyant she's reading the minds of the people out in the audience and I think she, she picks up on the killer yeah and starts to kind of freak out a bit and there were some really cool camera sequences too where jumping on the table and the camera comes straight down over top of her Dario um, usually moves the camera yes. rarely does he just keep it still he's even in Suspiria and the other film, always moving the camera. and I like the guy he goes here take a take a drink and she puts water in it uh, uh, it just dribbles out and she just conti- what I love to see she continues to keep talking that's why because <laughs> you're like you're like that's disgusting that's sick. I can't stand when stuff comes out of people's mouths yeah, it's just water it's just water but um yeah I think that's where it all you know mm-hmm. you know spurs from that you know he knows that there's this connection between the clairvoyant now and right i'm I, i'm gonna go kill her you know so uh right and that's why she's killed because yeah. you know she can identify who the killer is <clears throat> and even when marcus is talking to there were like three clairvoyants or whatever at the table yeah the, the lady in the middle that was murdered was sort of like you know this really powerful one uh he mentions to marcus about about a book he had read yeah about folklore and stuff like that. And he couldn't... He remembered the name of the book. He told him where he could go find it at the library. He just couldn't remember who wrote it. And so Marcus is at the library. He's reading the book and he finds a picture of a house. I don't know if... It's sort of like a villa, yeah. I think. And in the story about the house, it mentions... I'll get to the chat. Um, you know, that yeah. people can hear a children's song playing from it. Yeah. Well, that piques his interest. He rips the page out of the book and he, he plans... To go talk to the author of the book. That's the lady that gets scalded in the bathtub. Right, right. So obviously he's being watched at the library. Mm-hmm. She knows uh, the killer knows where he's headed. Mm-hmm. Gets there first, kills that lady, and like killer's I said, killer's always on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I said, when he gets there, he sees that, and there is kind of a fun scene there where 
as, as this author is dying, she writes, because the, the bath water, the steam, she writes something on the wall, which is like a mirror, and the um, you know, Marcus doesn't notice it, but the clairvoyant, yeah. the guy that kind of led him to this lady in the first place, um, once he finds out she's she's dead, he goes there, the housekeeper's cleaning up, the body's gone, <laughs> but the outline is there, you know, like the tape outline, yeah. and it looks like pointing yeah. towards that one. He's wondering what that's all about. So he turns the steam on yeah. and all it ends up saying is it is. Right? It, it, is? it was it is or it was. It was I think it was. And yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I say that whole part didn't even really need to be there. Because yeah. yeah. no clues are given. No information is given that you need to solve the, the crime. Rather than to go back and kill that guy too or whatever. Right. But you know I, So I um who said Rose, Amy Callahan in the YouTube chat says Rosemary's, ba- Rosemary's Baby-ish? This movie? Um, eh. I'm not I exactly know. sure, you know, eh. I suppose there could be some similarities in, in camera angles or, or things like that or style. And, and mood. I, I guess I can you see know, that a little I'd bit. I'd probably have to watch Rosemary's Baby again just to kind of... Yeah. Glean what you're what you're referring to, yeah. but I, hey, and she's, um, she's, sometimes you know, some but sometimes a movie will just give you another vibe. Like I got a total Blue Velvet vibe out of watching just because okay. of the I guy, see, not because they're similar movies, I can see that. but because the main character in it is sort of similar. You know, like yeah. he could just go about his business and Kyle forget McLaughlin's about it. Character, yeah. and so could Kyle MacLachlan's character in yeah. Blue. Velvet. Just forget it and go about it. But no. It's just they gotta know what's happening. No, Marcus I, is a little bit more involved than and I think, Kyle McLachlan's And I think that's is. what is is uh, interesting about you know how Dario Argento you know wrote his stories and, and put them on the film. You know, just uh, there, there's a certain style and a certain way he he uses all his characters. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, definitely very cool. Uh, Tisa, Teresa Lee, hello, uh, nice to see you. Hey guys. Uh, I'm late, but I'm here. Uh, thank you very much for stopping by. Uh, and most of you guys are saying, I can't believe I haven't seen it. It's I, I got to watch it. Shocking. Uh, Amy's seen it. But, uh, yeah, I can't recommend this movie enough. It is, this is, like I watched I said, it on video cassette. This very quickly became <laughs> one of my favorite horror films of all time. So definitely go check this out. And if you want to be shocked with sound, music, score... Uh, cinematography, uh, the styling of an Italian director of the era, Dario mm-hmm. Argento. It's just fantastic, and I'm, and I'm blown away. Giallo was a huge, popular type of film then. Um, Giallo comes from the, the little pulp novels, yeah. the little mystery little pulp crime. novels, yeah, little, yeah. That's where, where it actually comes from. Because they but, were yellowish in mm, color. Yep. And, yeah. Most people, when they think of the Giallo film this is the film they think of. All right, this is sort My of favorite movie of all time. The quintessential Rosemary's Baby. Yes, favorite movie of all time. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, such Something a positive movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Year zero. <laughs> hey, um, I'm telling. You. So what happens next? So Marcus is going to go investigate this house. Yeah. Um, and this was this what? is probably one oh. of my favorite parts of the movie when he's let's investigating jump really the house. quick. Pause there. At the very beginning of the movie, before the credits even go, uh-huh. there's a murder sequence that yes. they show, like with the shadows on the wall yep. in this room. Okay, so that's going to come into play with what. Do we're we hear ab- the children's music in this scene? With we're about. Uh, I can't recall. Probably, but I, I can't think recall. so because it was playing as 
that sequence happened, which we're getting to. Well, we will get to it real quick here. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, Ted. Um, Sorry. So he, he Ted owns a VHS collection confirmed. No, I don't. I don't own it, but <laughs> I've funny. watched it on VHS. I wanted to grow this my is, VHS. This is another collection. one that I rented at Beware. Yeah. When, when the um, I always talk about them. I wish they were still around. The video store that uh, Dino and I started going to a long time ago was in a kind of a trendy neighborhood, Lakewood. It's it's sort of the, Ben Grimm. Welcome. It's sort of the uh, hipster yeah. area now. Um, and hipster uh, area. sort of a low but, class hipster area, but it was well, you know, I got you, I you got know what you. I mean, I know what you mean. Everybody who lives there thinks they're so friggin' cool, <laughs> right? Nissa <laughs> well, says, I saw Rosemary's Baby a long time ago. My parents hated it, pretty sure they saw it uh, when they were teenagers. Oh my god, uh, Dave Pluface says, Here's a link to the movie. It's uh, oh, thank you, Dave. There you go, uh, he, he's got the link for you. Thank you very much, oh, Dave. Perfect. Um, there you all go. Amy Callan, the murderer, uh, had the childlike quality that Frank uh, Dodds did in Stephen King's book, The Dead Zone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Grimm says The Hatchet Murders. Okay. Yes, it was uh, called The Hatchet Murders in the in the States. I don't think it was called Deep Red at all. Um, maybe it was. I don't remember. Yeah. But um, he's investigating the house. Yes. And kind of sees... It's cool. Oh, he sees a red little hole under the plaster. Yeah, and he, you know, he takes some glass and he's shaving it away, and then that cool deep red theme comes on. And under, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie, yeah. just when he's, because I just think, Scraping. what about being so sucked into a mystery? And what, do, yes. how cool would it be to to be that guy and like discover this? Pulls you and in. And yeah, you're like, yeah. I gotta know what's happening. And it's yeah. a picture. It looks like a child's picture on the wall yeah. of a child holding a bloody knife and someone being murdered. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's a Christmas tree and shit. And there's a little hole over on the other part that he mm-hmm. didn't scrape off for right. some reason. And it falls off, and then you see a third person. There. Yeah, yeah. All right, a little. And um, why he didn't do that? I, I don't know. I, I would have kept going until I, I saw was the a little whole thing. annoyed. Yeah, yeah. But eh, you know, whatever. Nah, I know it's 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 it is. What so um, I see. Now, now later on, yes, he's gonna. Go back to that house. Yes. And the reason he's going to go back is because he's looking at the picture again. And even though it was the right house, obviously. Oh, don't say that, Celtic girl. Go ahead. He um, noticed that there was a window in the picture yeah. that's not on the house, like like it was covered over. Right. And I love how he just goes up there in the middle of the night, just climbing up there with a hatchet <laughs> in the flesh. Because like, he knows. He knows. He notices that there's not a window in the picture. Right. And he says, "Ah, that's what I." I Why saw. did I notice it before? And and uh, Celtic because you're a Dario Argento movie. And Celtic girl, <laughs> you, you said uh, a lot of people hate Rosemary's Baby. I don't know. I, it's on a lot of people. I would say lists. I don't know. No, no. I I would say there's a, lot a certain generation probably would watch it and think, "What's the big deal?" Okay. Not well, really feeling the flow of the movie. Yeah, nothing um, better than that Rosemary's Baby, course, man. The original. Certainly, yeah. I mean, my kids. It, well, my kids watch movies, but a lot of kids their age and teenagers stuff yeah. don't even watch movies. They just watch oh, YouTube no, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't even watch movies. Like they can't sit there for two hours and watch. No, a movie. I get it. But getting back to that house, yeah, he, he comes out there at night with a flashlight and pounds the hell out of the side of the house and and finds out. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a something. There, in there. is a room. Now there's you know, a room in there. He sees that there's a room, so he goes back in, and then he just beats the hell through the wall the other way. And this is my next favorite part oh. of the movie when he finally beats the wall down. 
from inside. Inside. Once he, he, he determines inside. that there is a room there, he yes. goes inside and and starts beating the wall. And, Beats the hell out of it. And just it's so awesome. You guys have to see it. Yes. When he's taking the flashlight and, and moving it around in the room, and then all of a sudden just right over a desiccated corpse. Sitting like it's on a, right there. Sitting on a chair, like mm-hmm. a like a rocket chair. A little throwback, I think. It looked kinda you know, black Christmas black Christmas kind of um vibe there. There was another one, uh the the, the black eye mm-hmm. in, in the closet, Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy, you know that—that's kind of a, a Black Christmas, uh, you know, kind of thing. Just there. A, you know, just how it pans over. Like, but how oh they took God. so many things in other horror movies from this movie, it's, and again, it's how he doesn't tell crazy. the police about it. He doesn't do anything with this. But information. this room just for is going to become a big part of what this is all about, right? You know, so so um, so middle of the mystery. This ends up head towards um, the the end. Now I'm trying to think. Yeah, he's at the uh, so from there he goes to the landlord's house because there's a landlord that's kind of showing this house. Mm-hmm. Sort of, I don't think he owns it. He's just you know in charge of if someone wants to rent it. Yeah, he's got this twisted little girl. Um, yeah, his daughter. Yeah, it, it really makes no She's sense like in the movie. Eight like or she, nine, she likes to just like stick pins and lizards and stuff like that. Um, just to throw you off, I think, Dario Argento, just to throw you off, make the little girl look like, you know, she's got something to do with mm-hmm. the what the storyline and stuff going on. But, yeah, uh, tormenting the lizard. She's clearly pens. disturbed. And, and it was um, a pen like you would use. Just for so you know, there's no disclosure at the end of this movie that says no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. So I'm pretty sure they actually stuck a pin in a lizard. <laughs> so it's not quite cannibal holocaust level no, of violence, but, but you know. Just in case yeah, yeah. that bothers you. Right, right, yeah. Um, I certainly don't like to see anything suffer. And of no. course, that's why I won't watch Cannibal Holocaust again, because I suffered enough. <laughs> but um, while they're, they're discussing... I don't know what, I don't know if he was going to call the police. I can't, I can't remember. You know, I, just, I just watched a couple days ago. I can't recall. But um, he notices in the, in the daughter's room... He didn't call the police because there's always something else that spurs right. him on to well, the next I'm trying to remember why scene. he went there, but it doesn't matter. He saw the same picture of mm-hmm. the that she drew. Yes, of that's the, what I was just about to say. Read my mind. Yeah. From that, that was mural on the, on the wall. And he wants yeah. to know, where, where where did you get this? Yes. And she says, I drew it. And he's, you know, that's impossible. You couldn't have drawn this. This is exactly what was... And, you know, she mentions that at her school... Her middle school for a punishment. She was made to go to the archives and straighten up, and she found this picture. And brought Thanks it for home. that link, uh, Amy. Uh, I, I do got to watch it. I don't think I've ever seen the Rosemary Baby's house uh, on the thing. Nissa was asking for it. And oh, it's cool. pretty cool. So cool. there you go. So Thank she, you guys for helping each other out in the chat because so we're talking. So yeah, that's where she got that picture. Yeah. So that leads him and Gianna to go to this school, school again, break breaking in, and entering. Break. <laughs> they ne- they never like wait till actual business hours and ask if they can go in. They bust the windows and go in. And you know, at this part of the movie, I, I I was starting to get a vibe of okay, are they trying to point towards Gianna being uh, having something to do with the ki- being the killer? Maybe again, I you really that. have no idea. You can think of that. At that point in the movie. Could be anybody at this point. Yeah, yeah. And but she was giving off that kind of vibe yeah. during this whole, you know, I'll go with you to the school. Yeah, they go to the school. I mean, maybe maybe she just feels guilty about yeah. getting his face yeah. in the paper. Yeah. And they're going maybe. through the drawings, you know, all these drawings. huge folders. The drawings. And um, yeah. they do find the drawings. Yeah. Now, uh, Jana goes off to call the police. 
Yeah. I, uh, All right. Well, because, she heard something first. Right, they I, heard something. And I don't know why. That's what got me thinking. I'm and like, then they why split are you, up. Why are you splitting up? Yeah, yeah. It's like, come whatever. On. Come on. And um, Marcus is going to look for Jana. We find that she's been stabbed. Not dead, but stabbed. So, okay, she's Marcus not Marcus Aurelia? Yeah, Marcus he Aurelia. He played in um, uh, Gladiator. So, now I'm about to give away who the killer is. Okay. If you don't want to know, now's the time to just stop, drop out. Okay. And, and you, don't listen. You're going to jump to the killer now? Okay, sure. yeah. Because well, it's basically there. Because okay, yeah, yeah, why who not? is there at the school that uh, kind of catches Marcus off guard is Carlo. Yeah. His his drunk friend that was playing the, the piano and, and was there. Right. And we find out that it was Carlo who drew those pictures as a child. Right, right. And so they think... Carlos is the murderer, it, it, right? And that's sort of where they throw us at first. But yeah. again, you got to remember, the police show up, shootout sort of ensues, and one of the best parts of the movie happens oh, as Carlo it. escapes. I've never seen Carlos get death. killed like this no. in a movie. And you'll read about it like on Wikipedia or something. It just says, you know, he's hit by a car and dies. Oh, it's oh, so much more than that. Yeah, no. Take it away. No, Car- Carlos. Yeah, he 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 flies out. Uh, they're shooting him. They're, they're missing him. The cops. Oh God, yes. They're bad shots. That's for sure. They're like they're like stormtrooper bad. But but he climbs over <laughs> the fence, heads towards the street, and what ends up happening is he he's he's running backwards and runs into a, 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 a garbage like truck a, or something. It's not a garbage truck. It's a big truck that's got like these pipes. Uh, wired pipes for maybe yeah, yeah. you put in cement on freeway, whatever. That's I don't probably know. right. Yeah, and uh, because there's one that ca- catches him, that's mm-hmm. curving on, but hits him, and he's he he's boom 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 yeah, boom he's, boom he's boom bouncing off the up. truck. And as he gets to the end of the truck, there's this big pipe that like turns around, and he gets stuck into that. He grabs him by the leg. Yeah, and and, and starts he falls down into the ground, and this truck is dragging him <laughs> through the streets of Italy. Okay, <laughs> Streets burning of everything off of his head. And the funny thing is, as I'm watching, I'm just sitting there making funny voices going, Oh, my ass! My ass! <laughs> my ass! Oh, my, my ass! Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> tearing it up, man. It's tearing his ass. And, and I'm going, well, okay, how is he going to die? This is just going to slowly bleed him <laughs> And as the truck starts to go and turn, his body whips <laughs> right into the curb. And it's, it's boom! <laughs> And you're like, oh, And you think shit. that's it? You think that's how he died? <laughs> no. The truck pulls over, I guess, notices that, oh, my God, I think something's back there. Stops, and the body's like this, and you see um, Carlos's head He's there. still bleeding, alive. Still alive. And a car just comes. <laughs> squashes. Squashes and rides right over his head. <laughs> and that was the death of Carlos. To add insult to injury. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very. Like you're watching, you're going, damn, unique. damn, yeah. damn, and then the car, you know, comes, damn. <laughs> it was very, very unique, and I'm just like going, wow, that you know, one of the scenes to remember for Dario did not like Carlo <laughs> for, for a death scene was was unbelievable. And there, you think, oh my God, the killer's dead, right? You know, so then and there's you know a little discussion with oh the police and stuff, but then Marcus remembers. Yeah. But wait, I looked out the window and same here, Vicky. The killer was, you know, yeah. who he think cuz you know, the killer was in that, you know, brown raincoat and Carlo was there on the street. And he's like, I was talking to him on the street yeah. when I saw the murder going on up there. So it couldn't have been Carlo. 
Nathaniel in the YouTube chat. How you doing? So we Here. know it wasn't Carlo. Okay, and let's but stop obviously. there. Obviously, let's stop there and let me catch up to the, right. the YouTube chat. Then we'll chat. get to the ending, and, and then we'll get to the ending. It's not Carlos; it's somebody else. Obviously not. Um, I can't keep up with everything, but Nathaniel, you you started showing up in the YouTube chat a night or two ago. But mm -hmm. uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, I agree. Can hardly take animals displaying signs of sadness, and let alone we don't care about people getting mutilated. We don't care about Carlo, <laughs> right? Right. But but the but cannibal Holocaust was real. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's but different. yeah, no. Well, I'm with you. We both are kids, animals. It's yeah. it's it's a whole thing. Uh, I get it. Um, also, everyone, second uh, night here. Glad I found you all. Thank you, Nathaniel, for mm -hmm. being part. Man, I uh, really appreciate it. I totally agree on the animals. Celtic girl, awesome Amy. Uh, hi, Nathaniel. Everybody's saying hi. Uh, can't handle... Yep, yep, got it. <laughs> Amy says Netflix has a terrible... Oh, let me see. Uh, you guys really typing... I, I love this. You guys are really participating. I'm trying to interact with you guys here without my glasses looking at the screen. They're um, right here. You could put them on. Yeah, I, you want gold? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix has a terrible, a terrible, wonderful movie about... Hurting a killer uh, of cats using social media. Oh, my God. Oh, this is Don't F With Cats. Okay, so Ted knows I, I, it. I've seen that. Don't F With Cats. Okay. Uh, Celtic Girl. Yes, Monster Fan. Uh, fully agreed. There is uh, a bit at the end of Apocalypse Now, too. Yeah, so eh, agreeing. Welcome back. Uh, Dave Plafay says, only Ted could laugh like that when someone dies like this. Dude, <laughs> you got to see it. You, you'll laugh, too. Dave. I dare you not to. <laughs> if you've seen it, Dave, you know what I'm talking about. I'm laughing because Ted spurred me on. But it is it is up there as a death scene. I mean, Dario knows how to do it, His, man. his ass gets torn to shreds. dashes his head apart on the curb and then gets his head squashed like a melon by a car. And Ted's... Filling hysterical. It never uh, happens. Uh, the drag scene was ridiculous. Uh, like, wouldn't you have tried to pull yourself up? I could have watched that for 20 minutes. It, it, <laughs> Amy thinks he should have pulled himself up somehow and got off. I don't of know. It. What would you do in a situation like that? I mean, I would have fought like hell to get the hell off of that wired. I mean, you know, you can't reach leg. it. You know, you're sitting Maybe up. Your ass is getting chewed apart. It's it's hell. It's hell. it's hell. It's hell. Indiana Jones would have done it. He he, he slid on his on his cocks <laughs> in Raiders Lost. Stark. Nathaniel says, uh, "I got enough core in the core, uh, gore in the core. Can't <laughs> handle the fake stuff, let alone the real. I get you. Not even a fake one." Uh, says Celtic girl. And see, uh, he was skinny, so his ass probably didn't last long. I'd last yeah. a little longer. Uh, Lynn says, "Night of the Wild. The Day of Animals will not watch. Okay, uh, yeah, can't watch those uh, super torture films. Hey, I I'm not much on like the Saw movies and stuff like that." Forget about it. First one's actually so, very tame when if you go back and watch it. It's Kimberly loves how Ted laughs. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, he's, Ted's tripping me out there, Kimberly. Okay, let's get Can we watch that? that? Can we just put it up there and we just watch yeah, it? Yeah, replay that scene over and over. Maybe I can do a, a one-hour loop of that yes, scene. Yes, just, just I may do that for the channel. I'll just put a loop for a whole hour. Just leave it up there. It's a video. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, so, so get to the ending okay. here because the killer is so not Carlos. Obviously, it's not Carlo. And yeah, and Carlo. this is just bringing... I keep saying Carlos. Carlo. Carlo. And this is all bringing him back to the apartment where he was at at the beginning when he witnessed Isn't the murder. Isn't his first name Monty? Monte, I don't know. Monte Carlo. Maybe. <laughs> and Dumb joke. I'm used to it. Yeah. So he, he, again, violating police orders. Forget that police 
you know, caution tape, rips it all off the apartment where the lady was murdered in the beginning of the film. Right. He's going in there. You know, he knows it's not Carlo. He's yeah. in there. He's, he's just walking that hallway again, <laughs> trying to put it all together. And when he walks by where he thought the painting was missing, then he has this epiphany where he realizes it wasn't a painting that's missing. It's a reflection that was missing. Yes. It wasn't a painting on the wall. It was, it a, was mirror. a mirror on the wall. And in... that's the bad thing about this movie because once you watch the movie, if you go to watch it again, you're always going to see the person in the mirror now. Well, you know what? When you watch a movie in defense, when you watch a movie... You find out who the killer is. So no matter what, when you go back and watch a movie, you're going to know who the killer is. But well, they, yeah, but they but give they it away. Was, they give it away at the beginning, and, and they trust that you're not going to notice it. First time I watched it, I never noticed it. Well, first time watch, and you're not on a VCR, DV, right. you know. But I mean, you're, where you're, you can go back and I go, didn't notice that it was oh, a person's face there. I knew it was a person's face immediately. You did not. You did not. No, see no, no, Ted, Ted. You the, didn't. Wait a second. Today, or whatever, you watch it, you saw that lady in the mirror. When I watched it the very first time, I knew that that was a woman's face in the mirror. I caught it. How is that so hard to believe? I wouldn't lie about it. He notices every little detail. You weren't supposed to notice it. You weren't supposed to notice it. it, Well, it stands out. You can tell it's a person's face. I I was watching his point of view down the hallway. So anyway. Okay. What it turns I've out it. is he remembers who this is. It's Carlo's mother, yeah. who he met previously in the film while looking for Carlo. Lady seemed like a bit of a looney tune when he met her yeah. at that point. And bada bing, she happens to be there. And yeah, this cool lo- little hammer. And she's got a meat cleaver in her hands. This is a dandy, if you guys can see this. It's on my set. It's sitting right here. It's a sledgehammer. And it says, <laughs> it's a sledgehammer. Uh, it's a sledgehammer, and it's it's real. Uh, I think cast aluminum, but it's from the fifties, mm-hmm. and it was used. It's called Dandy. It's right on the side, and it was used to break up hard candy back in the fifties. That's what this was used to. You for. know what's kind of interesting? The candy store would give Let's these away with the hard candy, and you could break it up, like the jawbreakers and stuff like that. You That's know exactly what that kind was. Kind of interesting is... And you can um, murder someone with that. If, um, <laughs> well, maybe if Time Lord pops in in the chat, yeah. you would know. But my mom loves yeah. British stuff. Okay. She would like to be British. and I'm kind of right there with her. But You know, at Christmas <laughs> we use the, the crackers that you pull apart and wear the yeah. little crowns. And um, she also buys a peppermint pig, which I believe is a tradition out there. Yeah. It's, it's just a, it's a big piece of peppermint candy in the shape of a pig. Yeah. You put it in a sack and it comes with a little hammer. Yeah. Just like this. Right. And everybody takes a turn whacking yeah. the pig, breaks it up, make a little wish, whatever, break it up. And then everybody takes a little piece of the candy. So that's just what this kind of reminded me of when I and saw it And that's exactly what it is. It's just one of our little, which we didn't get to do this year because I got that. At we a, didn't get to get yeah. together. Did this come with it as well? This little no, I thought, you know me back in the day. This is why I've got so many things. I, I used to thrift hunt and, yeah. and go to every little thrift shop there was, and I would pick up things for like fifty cents, twenty five cents, and, and those were a couple things. Ted's holding like a little chihuahua. silver dog, Chihuahua dog. But let's and get. And he actually to, has a Chihuahua. And the thing hates my guts. Nah. It hates get, me. Let's get to the ending then. Right. So, so Carlos's so, mom pops up in this yeah. in what Jalo is known for in Dario Argento is the black gloves. Yeah. Which has a little zip up, which is cool. This uh, is her eye right here behind me. Her her hat, 
her black or no her brown leather jacket and yep. um yeah she comes up behind him you know does some little explanation and then we get a this little flashback scene obviously this lady was crazy and yes, her husband wanted to take her back to the mental hospital we see uh, a flashback of carlo as a child it's christmas he's wearing his little teddy boy outfit and he's, <laughs> right, right. he's putting a record on, and it's that children's it's song. It's the throwback to the scene at the very beginning right. of the movie. And whereas... And the, mo- the room that he opened up... In the beginning. broke into. And according to the pictures, yeah. obviously Carlo almost in his mind associates that he killed his father. But actually it was the mother that killed the father right in front of him. Yeah. And the father pulls out the bloody knife and it falls at the child's feet. And that's what we see at the beginning of the film. And then he picks it up and he's holding Thus the Carlos, bloody knife. Thus Carlos being affected a little that, bit. Yes. Him. Touched, but they show touched that whole in the head. kill scene at the end. Yeah. You know, in a Why do you turn your fashion? back on a crazy psycho lady? The husband walks out of the room and then she just goes and pulls this big ass knife out of the drawer. And I'd be of, hiding the knives. Right, right. And one of the coolest Nobody ways. Nobody got any fucking brains. Uh, one of the coolest <laughs> ways for the protagonist to end up killing the uh, killer uh, mm. in this movie was fantastic. It's something I've never seen before. She's no, coming at him. Very she unique. does get a little chop chop in the shoulder. A little chop chop in the but, shoulder. Uh, but she's wearing this big ass necklace yeah. and it gets caught in the grating. It's like one of those. Uh, Elevators, where you got to pull the gate closed, and she gets caught. In it. She can't get out. And so, real quick, pause. Yeah, uh, Marcus f- is is be- running away from her because this woman with just this knife, you know, is is much stronger than Marcus and can kill him. I'm not saying the woman wasn't strong. You can have a strong elderly woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that meat cleaver was pretty big. Yeah. So, anyways, he fell on the ground. You and think go he ahead. could have outrun her? That, that little necklace thing got caught in that grate of the elevator. Oh, he hits that button for the he elevator. He hits it to go down. The elevator's going down, and you just see it start to she just turns cut around into her throat, and then some nasty white shit comes out of her mouth, and you just you never it's get called to mucus. see. Yeah, you never get to see the head. You just see it cut into the neck a little bit. You know she she's. Decapitated. Dispenser. Decapitated. You know he has dispenser. He Nicole Brown Simpsoner. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I think it's been long enough I could do that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. So, but very... And it ends with him looking in the pool of, of deep red blood. And, yeah. And, and it, I love how Dario's movie, you have been watching. <laughs> right, right. Deeper. Same thing with Suspiria at the end. It's very, very unique ending to the killer and how the killer mm-hmm. was killed. And it's all nihilistic. And, like, there's no denouement, really, where it's, you know, you get a little ending or anything. No, it's just... It, it reminds me of some of those old classic horror movies like, you know, the Hammer Ones where it just ends. Right, you know? right. And, yeah. you know, like you feel like, oh, the, you know, in a movie today there'd be like five more minutes to well, no. know, show the characters recovering a little bit. Well, we, nope. did, we did get a little ending because Gianna got stabbed in the uh, school. Well, that was before he went to the Right, apartment. right. But we f- at the very ending, he finds out because he goes to the... She'll be okay. She, she'll be okay. So Then as he's walking back home, then he realizes Carlo wasn't... He was with me when I saw the murder. Yeah, and that's yeah, when yeah. he goes back up. So there you go. That's the Like, movie. I totally forget about Gianna anyway. What the fuck? Yeah, no, uh, yeah she was a looker, though. She was, she was cute. If you think so. But um, <laughs> I say that all the time, and Ted goes, yeah, whatever. Well, I figured you would have, um, you know, much preferred, uh, you know, the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The old one. Uh, okay, so let's see. Let me get to the chat real He's quick. He's got his stack of pictures of Betty White over here. Yeah. Well, she was a looker when she was, was young. 
You just said she still is. Yeah, in her age. There ain't a picture in that pile where she's uh, younger Betty, than 65. Betty White, when she was 80. Oh, top of her game, man. Mm-hmm. Top of her game. When she um, was 80. <laughs> anyways, let me try to read some of this chat here. Uh, see if I missed anything. Uh, guys, please do a part two review of uh, Burnt Offerings, says Celtic Girl. That may be the most spooky movie of all time. I really couldn't sleep for ages. Burnt Offerings, Oliver one. Reed. Deserves a part two review. Okay, well, it's in the hat, in the hopper. We have um, a hopper? I guess we got a hopper. Someone said something about a giant uh, tadpole, and it reminded me of one part where giant sperm attacks a whole city. Uh, I'd like to know what that movie is. That sounds good. That's not Chud, but um, Chillerama. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good uh, one. Uh, I will check it out. Um, I'm making a list of movies now, says Kimber- Kimberly Ayers. Uh, yeah, Kimberly, those Saw movies and Hostel movies, a little too much. Ed, I agree with you. Uh, those are too much for me. Um, I call those torture porn videos. The, and I The first one's pretty tame. First Saw. Well, so, first Saw is actually a pretty good the movie. First Saw, yeah, yeah. I like the first one. Then it gets into just, you know. Well, you figure this guy's got cancer, he's got all these acolytes, he's, you know, whatever. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, but it's not really my kind of thing anyway. Nissa Luna says, I'll check it out. I won't sit through those horrible. Uh, oh my gosh, Kimberly, do not watch alone like I did. Not joking. Nathaniel, uh, there's a brief part with my uh, weir bear, gay weir bears. It's a goofy spin on old B-horror drive through movies. And it's several short comedies in one. Uh, thank you, Kimberly. Uh, that was Nathaniel. Uh, Nissa Luna, the Saw, Hostile Flicks, I mean, Icky. Yep, agree <laughs> with you. Um, I'm trying to keep, keep up here, you guys. Celtic Girl, does Ted and Dino have a bigger crush on Ingrid Pitt? Whew! I, I, I a, would start a war. Ted's got the bigger crush. Circa Vampire Lovers. Or, yeah, I mean, I do too. In, in Vampire I like the other like girl. Trojan War style warfare. I thought the other girl was cuter <laughs> in that movie. Oh, uh, no way. Madeline Smith? No. Then Ingrid Pitt. But anyways. Um, Especially if you know anything anyway. about her in real life, man. She was practically raised in a nunnery. Uh, Ed Stewart says Hatchet has a good storyline, but brutal. Uh, Vicky Alcorn. Uh, the Manitou scared the heck out of me. Me Too got a story. Uh, we can take this to 1030. Uh, the, the overnight stream will start at 11. Um, so we, can, we got a little bit more time here to talk real quick. Uh, the Manitou... I went to see it at a drive-in, or not a drive-in, a, a movie theater. Um, I had an uncle who passed out there, and they had to give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation in the middle Ew. of the Manitou as I was a child. So, nonetheless, I was scarred from the Manitou seeing it at the, the theater. Uh, this also happened for The Exorcist at a drive-in theater. My uncle did the same thing. Two movies. Very scary. but Maybe the, he shouldn't go to horror movies. Manitou was a very freaky sci-fi horror flick that with some Indian lore and, and mm-hmm. stuff messed in, in there. And if you like that, that might be a movie you might want to check out. I don't know. Uh, uh, Nissa Luna says there was a movie with a little girl and a crow from the late 70s, I think. The crow protects the little girl and takes out people who try to do her harm. Are you thinking The Visitor? The Visitor? Maybe Which the is visitor. sort of a... Uh, it's got Lance Henriksen in it. She does have a bird. That, Says Crow. Yeah. Or it's it's a... it's a um, Oh, what are those called? You know, a falcon? Is it a falcon where they put the... Yeah, 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 yeah it's a falcon that she is. 
Huh. And if, if that's the one you're thinking of, I actually watched it again not too long ago. It's a very weird flick. Very weird movie? Huh. Well, it's sort of a... I'll do it. I can't even explain it, man. It, it's it's like an outer space Jesus, devil, Satan movie. It, it's, okay. Right. It's, it's really... Yeah, weird. I've never seen it. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, no, it definitely sounds very interesting. Um, it, it's cool to watch once. It, it's, it's just... It, it's bizarre. That's the only movie I can think of where there's a girl being protected sort of by a bird, so I wonder if that's Jeremy Bear, uh, YouTube chat. Hey, guys, uh, your all-night stream has stopped. Um, I'll, I'll be streaming that at 11. I don't know. Did, was there another stream that was going on? Maybe. Uh, I'll just delete that one afterwards. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, I think it interfered with this stream, so... After this, yeah. I'll start up the stream for uh, Beyond Midnight tonight. We were going to do a funny little bit at the beginning. Yeah, there was a little bit I tried doing, but we, yeah, oh well. We found this YouTube uh, clip of two guys yelling at each other in Italian. That's what we were going to do. Like, yeah, well, we didn't know funny. if anybody would get it. You know, like how you know, yeah. Deep Red's an Italian movie. and uh, we, we I like thought to, it was hilarious. We like to do goofy stuff sometimes, but yeah, there you go. Uh, Indian lore was also in Prophecy. Yes, Amy. Um Vampire lovers, lovers, my favorites of Celtic Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Dave Pluffet. What time for me to watch it again? Was that the same uncle from the gnome story? Uh, says Dave Pluffet. Uh, no, that was an was older. It? That was an older uncle, uh, Dave. Listen to Dave. Now you got me sending him pictures of gnomes. Yeah, Ted sent me a picture the other day. It's a little a picture of a gnome hiding. And <laughs> I just said, I see you. I'll never forget it. Um, <laughs> Teresa Lee. Uh, well, a- Amy says again, Lance was in Aliens and Aliens 3. Oh, he w- and he was in Near Dark. Yep. Um, but he's in this one movie of my favorite vampire movies. Called The Visitor. Yeah. Um, it's an early film of his, obviously. Right. So if that's the one that, that they were thinking of, you know, because he's like the one actor you could probably remember from it. Oh, yeah. Amy, check out Vampire Lovers. If you like um, Hammer Horror, that's that's a fantastic one to do. Um Let's see, Nissa Luna. I can't remember. I only watched it once, but I remember it being a blackbird. Okay, well, maybe that's it. it. Might I have been. Know. It's on um, Tubi. So if you want to just pop over there and look up the visit, yeah, and it's see on, if that's the movie. It's on Tubi. Uh, so yeah. So. yeah. Um, Kimberly Ayers, awesome. Uh, Vicky Alcorn went to the movie to see The Exorcist. It was horrible. I was 13 <laughs> and had nightmares forever. Yeah, showing age, but um, for me, I, I would say, uh, how, how old was I? little bit younger, but I remember it very yeah, vividly. I didn't get to see it in a theater, that's for sure. Very vividly. Very vividly. At the drive-in. Memphis Drive-in Theater. I miss um, the Memphis. I mean, so, we still have a drive-in theater. Actually, I liked it. It's still open now. Like, even in, yeah. in the wintertime, they're still showing movies. Really? They're open now, yeah. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, they've been, there's usually, like, a throwback and then something new, like... Uh, you know, they had, like, Goonies and, and that new Wonder Woman movie or something like um, that. Uh, let's see, real quick. Uh, Nathaniel says, when I was in the Philippines, I watched The Exorcist with two girls I was friends with uh, down there, and they freaked. They are highly Catholic in the Philippines, and they take that stuff seriously. Oh, yeah, no. Yes, they are. Very Philippines. Catholic. Very I know Catholic. a lot of Filipinos. Yep, very Catholic, very religious. Um yeah, uh, so uh, I am going to, uh, I guess, uh, wrap this up. I do, one last time, uh, want to thank uh, these people, uh, Patreons. All the links below in the description uh, for the show to join the Patreon, to join the channel, to buy me a cup of coffee is in the link, the description below. Uh, all helps out the channel and the support. Um, I, I, I appreciate that, and um, 
I'll tell you guys, I we I have something in store. Um, uh, let's see, I will check it out. The visitor, thank you guys. Uh, okay. No problem, Nissa. Uh, Nissa, I'm gonna message you in Get a little bit. Get back next week and let me know if that's the flick you were thinking yeah. about. This um, is weird. Yeah, yeah, very uh, curious. But um, I do have. I there's a promo that's going to be going up in a little while. Uh, next few days here um, of something very exciting. If you like creature features and stuff like that, um, stay tuned for that. I things are set in motion, and then uh, I think I brought it up before, but. Um, yeah, Dr. Bubonic is going to be doing a mm-hmm. a uh, Plague Playhouse uh, Plague Playhouse. I like cr- that. creature feature kind of with um. Uh, it'll Welcome be, to the Plague. It house. will be coming, and the first movie will be Night of the Living Dead. Of course, the public domain movie of the uh, long. Uh, you know, it's public many domain. Years. It's, it's good to go. So uh, stay tuned for that. Look forward to that. Uh, the Death Twitch. What is going on? You came in at the end. Hey! Hopefully you were watching for a little bit. Um, uh, welcome. The Death Twitch. Always welcome. Uh, great show, guys. A great time. Thank you guys for stopping by. Sunshine, cool water. What happened to the old-time radio stream? I don't know. There was a goof with it streaming. It's going to start at 11 p.m. Okay? 11 p.m. So it's it'll be there. It's starting. I'm going to go over and uh, erase that video and... Um, uh, started up at 11 and 30 minutes, okay? So I, with that, I'm going to say much love to all of you guys as, mm. as people are streaming in now. All right. Hopefully you know. guys weren't over there waiting to the for the uh, Old Time Radio oh, Show maybe. to start. Ah. Tuesdays, we got to yeah. go a little... We... Every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, yeah. me and Ted talk horror movies. That's because I work and I don't get home till yeah. a little later. So, so, so I, I got a... I think we're going to do an 80s cheesy movie, which we haven't done forever next week, I think. We'll let you know. But some good stuff coming up here. Uh, I'll see a lot of you guys at 11 uh, in the chat. And um, it is 1030. Much love. Peace. Thanks for all the support. And thanks for all you guys for being here and being part of the show. So I will see you.